This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the conspiracy theory that fish are actually ghosts. If you want me to be a role model, ask me. I'm a college graduate. I'm a father, a husband, a son. I'm a good person with all that. I'm a citizen. I pay my taxes. I've never been arrested. I believe in education. I believe in one's, you know, treating man the way you want man to treat you. Yeah, I'm a movie star to you. To me, I'm just a guy with an interesting job. You know, I don't want to cut in line in front of you. I don't want to, you know, lord it over you because you see me or I'm famous. I'm famous because you think I'm famous. Don't ask my characters. Don't ask Nick Fury to be your role model. Don't ask Mace Windu to be your role model. Don't ask Jules Winfield to be your role model. If you're talking about Samuel Jackson, I'm a professional. I show up at work on time. I know my lines. I hit my marks. And I treat the other actors and the crew members with respect. That's a role model. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. The only podcast that didn't get a call back from that play. Ugh. I am Zach. Still raw about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just eating me up inside. <laughs> I am Zach, joined by... I now go by Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I now go by the artist formerly known as Frank. <laughs> Uh, Today we are back for acting chops number three. three. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And it's getting really tough. It's been tough. It's oh my god. This one was the toss up for me. Ooh. Where I was just contemplating for like the past week, and I finally like wrote down all the information last night. Nice. Because I was like, I I gotta I gotta do it. I can't like keep going back and yeah. forth. I just gotta flip the coin and make it happen. Right. And who is it, Zach? Samuel Jackson. Oh my God, no! Don't tell me that. Why? Oh, uh, what do you mean? I don't like him that much. I mean, he's fine. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> he does so much garbage. He doesn't do that much <laughs> he does garbage. So much garbage. Okay, snakes on a plane. <laughs> Black These motherfucking moan. That wasn't that. That bad. was bad. It wasn't that the was a bad movie? <laughs> Justin Timberlake in the movie is awful. But then look at the other good things. Everything. Only, he, only Quentin Tarantino. Everything movies. he's done with Tarantino. <laughs> you didn't like fourteen oh eight. I, don't, I never saw 1408. It was this weird horror movie with... Um, oh, wait. Yes, I did. Room 1408 yeah. with fucking... What's his name? Yeah, uh, I can't remember his the name. The guy who played Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. I can't think of his name Yeah, either. where like the room is haunted. Yeah, that movie's not that good. It was And right. he, he plays like a bellhop guy. He's like the front desk He's man. He's the owner of the hotel. He's like the front desk man. <laughs> <laughs> Unbreakable? And I Glass? Mean, I, okay. Him as Glass? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown? Okay, Tarantino, we already got. The Incredibles. I mean, that doesn't count. It's his voice. Frozone? <laughs> Frozone. Frozone? <laughs> 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 Bitch, where's my super suit? <laughs> uh, Coach Carter? All right, listen. Let's just go on to like why you like him. I'm actually really disappointed in you. <laughs> Why? Fuck you, man. How how could you not like uh, Samuel Jackson? I mean, he's good, yeah. He has been so influential as a a actor. Okay. And he has such a fun personality yeah. while on set. Uh, Star Wars? Oh, yeah. I forgot he was Qui-Gon. Nope. Nope. I don't Try know. Try again. I don't know Star Wars. Mace Windu. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mace Windu. Mace Windu. He was offered that role after there was a UK show called, like, TFI Friday, where he mentioned how he wanted to work with George Lucas, and then within that same month, George Lucas was like, hey, do you want to do something together? He spoke it into the universe. Yeah, and the universe spoke back, <laughs> and while working with George, he was like, I want a purple lightsaber, 
Yeah, I know. And about George that. was like, "Well, we I only have green and red, and he's like blue. I want purple, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was like, like people, need to, people need to see me. And then, boom, purple lightsaber. Yeah, bada bing. So I like Samuel L. Jackson just because of like this cool kind of like suave character that he brings to like every single role that he does. He has like this way about him, not just with jewels from Pulp Fiction, because that did win, was ranked number two in the coolest characters of all time in UK Empire magazine. Okay. Do you want to know who number one was? Who? Tyler Durden. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he he brings like this kind of like cool badass version to himself every single time he's on screen. I feel like he almost plays like the same guy though, like in everything. Well, Hateful Eight, he he definitely has like a very similar role as Jules from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like they're just like these badasses who like will shoot at a moment's notice and just swear up the fucking wall. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing with Jackie Brown. Like he's just kind of like this... I mean, he's balding in it, and he's kind of like this drug dealer, but, like, he's still cool in the movie. Have you ever seen uh, Tarantino? Um, oh, man. I can't think of it. What is it called? True Romance? Have you ever seen True Romance? No. So Samuel Jackson has a very... So Tarantino didn't direct it, but he did. it was, like, the first screenplay that he wrote. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson is in it. Mm-hmm. And 100% is one of the funniest Samuel Jackson moments, I think, in all of his career. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, you need to look it up. But it's basically like him, of course, being like another drug dealer. And he's like in this hotel room or like in a house, in a motel, whatever it is. And he's just hanging out with like all his drug dealer friends. That, and they're talking about eating pussy. And he's like, <laughs> and, and, Samuel, and they're like, they're like, you eat pussy? And he's like, he's like, man, I eat the pussy. I eat the butt. I eat every fucking thing. <laughs> and it's, I do it's remember that. One actually. of the funniest Samuel Jackson <laughs> things ever. Of course, and it was written by Tarantino, so. Yeah, so it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just the way that he portrays himself on the screen, because he doesn't take himself, like, too, too seriously. Yeah. And he's gone on record to say that, too, where it's, like, multiple times in interviews where it's, like, hey, movies are movies. Like, I'm I'm just here to, like, entertain. Mm -hmm. And that actually is, like, one of the quotes that I wrote down that I, I thought was very cool for him where it's i'm not trying to change the world i'm just trying to entertain it Mm -hmm. and at the same time too like he just he loves movies he absolutely loves movies he loves like watching himself on the movies just seeing like (laughs) that was such an old man sentence i know (laughs) watching himself on the movies (laughs) but he likes watching the movies that he's in and then kind of like picking apart and being like well this is what I did really well, and like this is what I want to work on. Yeah, but at the same time too, he's a fan mm-hmm. first and foremost. Like he's in the films, but he he just wants to like sit there and enjoy them at the same time. Is that all you got? No, that's not <laughs> all I got. Um, I have like a, a couple of little like facts. Okay, where if you've noticed really like in every or most of his roles, he has some form of like purple incorporated with his characters. So is purple his favorite color? Maybe. I uh, I mean, again, the purple lightsaber for Mace Windu. Um, violet gem ring that he wears in Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, the complete velvet suit from Mr. Glass. And then he plays a purple guitar in Black Snake Moon. Moan. Moan. That movie's so weird. 
Have you you've watched it? Justin Timberlake in the movie genuinely frustrates me to the point where I want to throw my TV out the window. Really? I hate Justin Timberlake when it comes to him like acting in movies. Mm-hmm. And him playing like this military guy who goes off. Oh God, I hate it so much. Like, like I cannot, I cannot express to you how how much I hate his role in that movie. Well, Justin Timberlake would be like a weird. He's one of those people that I don't think that can transition very well from like singer to no, actor. No, I don't think Justin Timberlake is that talented of an actor. I think he's fine when it comes to like him doing stuff with like Jimmy Fallon, like weird like little comedy things. But yeah. like, don't put him in a serious role. Like, just stop. <laughs> That's why. Like, um, in two thousand six. He grossed more money at the box office than any other actor. In the world? In the world. Wow. Even me? He beat me? You made five bucks that year. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> you did all right, though. <laughs> he made six, so <laughs> But, and then, too, like, with the, the Marvel films, when he, he play, was... Who does he play? Uh, Nick Fury. When he was cast... He also played Shaft. Yes, which Shaft? is basically Nick Fury. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Shaft was just him as Nick Fury in the film. <laughs> pretty much. But again, a badass. Yeah. And him being brought into the Marvel Universe and being Nick Fury was incredibly weird to me as a comic book fan. Um, because for the longest time in comics, Nick Fury was this dude with like black hair gray streak through it was he black no he was white oh, okay and he kind of like most of the stories that i know from him weren't even like him running shield it was him as an operative of shield mm. and going out and like taking out like hydra and like all these different like um supervillain organizations hydra? yeah what's hydra they're super nazis yeah but isn't that from captain america Oh, okay. They were. They all. I thought together. it was for. What was, what's that show where like the guy who's got like the sword and he rides a tiger? Are you talking about He Man? Yeah, I thought He Man. <laughs> I thought He Man was in the Hydra. I thought Hydra was in the He Man universe. No, He Man has nothing <laughs> to do. With that. I was like, wait a minute, is He Man Marvel? No. <laughs> he Man is his own weird thing of loincloths. <laughs> but it sits well in my childhood. He, he has skeleton. Skeleton. <laughs> skeleton. That is so good. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> but um, as soon as like Nick Fury took over the role. And you saw him for the first time on screen. You mean Samuel Jackson took over the role? Yes. Okay. Samuel Jackson took over the role as Nick Fury. And you saw him for the first time on screen. It was such a culture shock because then, even in comics, they changed uh, everything about like how he looked to then look, look exactly like Samuel, like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. And it's crazy because like there's not many times... In history with with pop culture where an actor comes along and can just completely change a character for the rest of the period of time that it's being written or like directed Mm -hmm. or filmed and it's crazy he did the same thing with Star Wars like if you watch any like show like Clone Wars or if you read any comics the likeness is Samuel L. Jackson Mm -hmm. and I don't know any other actor that I can think of that has been able to do that, let alone twice. Do they still make, like, are they still making new, like, Marvel comics? Yeah, absolutely. That's a still a thing? Yeah. I just, um... I feel like we're, I feel like 
like how much more can you do? Kind of fell off a little bit. <laughs> Has I, it? I, I can't. There's nothing that's like really piqued my interest in the past couple of years that mm. I'm like, hmm, I, I got to read this. Yeah. Not since like um, Avengers versus X-Men have I been really, really into like what's going on in the universe. Yeah. Because they just keep rebooting things because they're like, well, we ran out of ideas. So let's. Yeah. Are they making new superheroes? Is that is that a thing? Or are they pretty much just like with the, who they have? Kind of. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll get like a hero every now and again where it's like they're new, but then it's like, you know, if they don't latch on, then fuck get, it, get get rid of them. Yeah, here's yeah. the one time thing. Yeah, like Rocket Raccoon, nobody thought he was gonna last, and then they made a movie with him, and it's like, oh fuck, well here he is now. Guardians of the Galaxy is really good. It's a fun movie. It is. You got anything that you want to add to Samuel For Samuel Jackson? Jackson? No. Uh, I don't know if I would put him in the top five list. I don't know if I put him in a top twenty list, but mm. I appreciate. I appreciate I, him a lot. Yeah, I do. He was an usher at Dr. Martin Luther King's funeral. He is funeral. he's usher? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he gets uh confused by Lawrence Fishburne like a lot really? and vice versa. Like people will go up to him on the streets and be like, "Hey, loved you in Matrix." And it's like, "Cool, I didn't <laughs> I wasn't do in that." that. <laughs> or people will be like, "I love the Matrix." It's like, "Me too, man." <laughs> yeah. And then finally, I will leave you with a quote from him where in an interview somebody asked him what the L stands for in his name and he's like, Want to know what the L stands for in Samuel L. Jackson? None of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my, what are we at? Number three. My number three. And you're probably going to be mad at me. Well, because, you're mad at me. So. No, 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 no. You're probably going to be mad at me because I have to imagine that my number three is either going to be your number two or number one. But I have no other choice mm-hmm. because this is where he falls. So I do apologize. Uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix. I fucking hate you. <laughs> he was going to be my number two pick. I'm sorry. Uh, right. You can still pick him. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I've learned that that doesn't go over well when we do lists. <laughs> and I, I saw this coming, too. I was hoping that he would be your number two. Yeah. So we could I was hoping him. that he was going to be your number three so we could both just gush <laughs> about it. But uh. <laughs> No, I had to rank him higher than that. But, I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Like, he, he was going to be on both of our lists. Yeah. He had to make it yeah, either way. He's truly incredible. I've been saying um, since probably like probably about three years ago, I've been saying that he is one of my favorite actors. Absolutely. Um, and he is just such a unique person. Obviously, we know that he has like and is struggling with like depression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he does take that to a lot of his roles. I'm not sure if you did see. I don't think you have seen it. Um, the movie "You Were Never Really Here," which no, I think I'm... is a great, great film, um, and also a amazing performance by him. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are some weird similarities between that movie and 2019's Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and Arthur Fleck have like just very similar kind of, just like their personal lives are very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, him playing Arthur Fleck as the Joker is whoo, it's, so good. Oh, so good. It, it it's was hard. a fantastic film, and his performance in it was so like iconic yeah. that it almost it, – it raised everyone's eyebrows of like, fuck, like everybody had this idea that like, you know, who's going to top Heath Ledger? Can't top Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. And then here comes Joaquin Phoenix and it's like, I mean, look, if anybody is to be a better Joker than Heath, it's Heath Ledger. 
I mean, it's uh, it's, 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 it's Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> if Ledger. anybody's a better Heath Ledger than Heath Ledger, it's probably <laughs> Heath Ledger. <laughs> it's Joaquin Phoenix. Um, it's it's. I hard. mean, you get you you basically got like a a a very mentally unstable person to play a very mentally unstable person, so yeah. it kind of works out so good. I know, and and people argue where it's like, oh, well, that's not fair because like Heath Ledger was like he was just in the movie. Of the Dark Knight, like he had yeah. like half of the roles to himself, and that was it. But yeah. you know, Walking uh, Phoenix had like an entire movie to himself, so you can't really like base it on that. But you can. Yeah. And Walking <laughs> Phoenix, you think it's better? I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a hard toss. See, my issue with with it is that I don't love the Dark Knight, like mm-hmm. the movie as a whole. I think we've had this discussion already that yeah. I pretty much only like the scenes with the with Joker. the Joker in it. But man, he is so good in that movie. I know, but but Arthur Fleck, I I think, dude, the fucking bathroom scene with mm-hmm. him dancing. Yep. Ah, oh, I think I have an erection right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think in this day and age, with like what Joaquin Phoenix brought to the table in that film, yeah, and how he showed like more of the mental side of Joker rather than the unhinged clown of crime yeah i think joaquin phoenix has to take it as like joker right now i think he is yeah i mean it's a toss-up it it and it will be for the longest time until like somebody else comes around yeah because god knows jared leto is not a part of that oh conversation my god jared leto dude i ah, i ah, i absolutely hated him um so anyway the master, the master, him playing oh, Freddie Quill. I mean, God, the the amount of work that he did for that role. I mean, he literally got surgery mm-hmm. to get screws implanted into his gums, so then he could put rubber bands around them, so then he could only open half of his mouth. So he got like that weird, very unique way of talking, mm-hmm. and how he was able to only talk with half of his mouth. Not very many actors go through that dedication, yeah, for a role. And again. He is. He is Would also. We consider him a method actor. Oh, absolutely, one hundred and ten percent. Okay. Um, the you know the thing is though, he is similar, definitely not to the extremes of Christian Bale, but he definitely definitely changes oh, his yeah. body a lot. I mean, the skinniness that he was in Joker and the mm-hmm. skinniness that he was in The Master, and then you have him in like You Were Never Really Here, where he's kind of like more not not a not muscular but definitely just like broader like just mm-hmm. bigger just a heavier guy well then in her too like her, he, he's a lot more like kind of like pudgier yeah and her i think he is so good at oh. playing this like again like you have him playing this kind of like hopeless romantic mm-hmm. and then you look at him playing theodore in in her and then you look at him playing freddy in um the master and it's like the range that this man can do it's is incredible. truly incredible. He played in a Walk the Line. He played uh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've ever seen it. I have, it's, and he does a really it's great so good. job. He's so good. There is, I think you told me the story where it's like um, he was told like he has to sing for it, yeah, and like he wasn't prepared for yeah, it at yeah, all, yeah. and he did like I think a couple of weeks of singing and guitar lessons, yeah, and then he was like. Yeah, no, I, I like hurt my fingers doing it, so like I'm not gonna be able to do that part. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if you're aware, but Joaquin Phoenix did a stunt. 
that went on that almost ended his actually his almost ended his entire career. Um, so he did a film with Casey Affleck, Ben Affleck's brother. Mm-hmm. So Casey Affleck was like, "Hey, I'm directing this documentary film in which we are going to tell everybody that you, Joaquin Phoenix, are are going to quit acting. Oh yes, yes, and yes. you're going to become a hip hop rapper." Mm-hmm. And Joaquin was like, all right, let's do it. So Joaquin went on and literally fooled all of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And everybody who, like people like us, just watching watching this all unfold over the TV. I remember seeing the trailer and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? So I'm Still Here is a movie in which Joaquin, again, it, it feels like a documentary. It is a documentary of Joaquin. Like literally trying to become a rapper Mm -hmm. to the point where he is actually sitting in the studio with like P. Diddy and P. Diddy genuinely thinks that Joaquin is trying to become an actor. Joaquin Phoenix, they they throw actual concerts, Mm -hmm. real concerts, and people are genuinely believing that Joaquin Phoenix is having a music career. He gets into an actual fist fight with an audience member because the audience member is talking shit, and Joaquin is like, you know what, fuck you, I'm just going to come out there. So he jumps into the audience and starts fighting this guy. Because I remember like him fighting a, a girl in there, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Um. and then the infamous David Letterman interview where he is completely just not like there with us and he is just i mean you need to watch this interview and then it comes out that the whole thing was a stunt i mean dude people were roasting this man saying that his career is done he's over he's never going to be allowed to work in hollywood again everyone was like oh he's this artsy fartsy actor and thinks that he's like the greatest actor in the world and and now you can and now you're looking at him and he's like falling apart and blah 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 and then it came out that the whole thing was a big stunt, mm-hmm. and everybody was just like, "What the fuck? Is he the greatest actor to ever live?" <laughs> I don't know because he fooled uh, all <laughs> of the world. <laughs> I mean, not just Hollywood, but the entire world yeah, got fooled. I know it's truly, truly incredible. Um, I, I don't know. I, I always forget that he was in that too. Yeah, you. If you haven't seen it again, it's not a great movie, no, I, but I, it's very interesting to watch. I mean, it's it's more interesting to watch when you don't know. That it was all like fake, and like when you when you think that it's actually real, um, it's definitely like more interesting to watch being because you're just like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, why am I watching a documentary of Joaquin Phoenix becoming a rapper? And it's so bizarre, and you and you genuinely think that uh, like you're watching a man just go insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, he's he's incredible. There's really honestly nobody else like him, and there will never be. He won, you know, best actor for. Joker, yeah. which really surprised me. I was not I, expecting the Academy to give it to to Joaquin Phoenix, espe- especially for that role. Mm-hmm. But thank um, God he got it. Yeah, you know, last year's Ox- Oscars, for the most part, I was pretty happy with. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I tend to really dislike the Oscars because I don't really just agree with a lot of their choices. It's kind of like with the Grammys, where it's like, eh, like whatever, like it yeah. doesn't, like it doesn't it's really the matter. Popular vote. Last year and the year prior, I was actually like pretty for the most part, pretty happy with all the choices. And I felt like everything was pretty much well-deserved. Yeah. Um, I wish Tarantino won something, but <laughs> I wish Robert Edgars won something. For yeah. The I, House, I wish he was at least nominated like, for something. I mean, he was nominated for cinematography and that's not even really him. That's the cinematographer, mm-hmm. but, uh, I would have taken that though. Yeah. Like give, give Robert Edgars something. I, I mean, know. the man's brilliant. Yeah. Um, anyway, 
Joaquin Phoenix. Um, yeah, I mean, again, there's really just nobody else like him. Uh, I mean, obviously he's right now, he's kind of like being very, very vocal about the whole like animal abuse and, you know, going like vegan and all that. Um, and you know, I mean, look, watching, watching his acceptance speech for Joker is really actually kind of heartbreaking because you could just tell like how just how passionate he is about it, how passionate, but also just how like. I don't know. He, he so he's he's like in a weird you, like you said how Samuel Jackson is just this very like he loves to watch himself on screen and all that. Joaquin Phoenix never watches anything of himself. He doesn't watch anything. Mm-hmm. So like when he goes on like talk shows to like uh to like promote a new movie, he's like, like I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So I don't know what you're about to like say. I don't know what's going on here. But yeah, so he watching watching that Joker acceptance speech. I mean, even when he get when he's getting nominated and he's sitting in the audience, you could he's like all slouched over and he's got like his hand, like his fist on his like temple and he just doesn't even like it looks like he doesn't even want to be there. It looks like he knows too that he's not gonna win it. Yeah, and he's just like I don't want to be here. Like don't nominate me. Like you know whatever. And then he wins. And for a moment there, I was like, he's gonna he's actually gonna give a normal speech because he was like, you know, this is like such a great honor, like blah blah blah. And then he turns and then he turns it into the whole thing of like, you know, using my voice to be able to you know, us being celebrities and whatnot, we do have the power of, you know, using our voice to you know, to tell you know, to do good and blah 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 blah. So then he talks about the environment and all that. And then it goes into the whole River Phoenix thing, mm-hmm. which I don't know, like, how familiar you are with, like, River Phoenix and, like, that whole, like, thing with his, like, his brother dying and Joaquin being the one that, like, found, well, like, was there, like, when his brother died and then you can actually, if you really want to, if you're morbidly curious, you can actually go online and hear the 911 call of Joaquin Phoenix calling 911, telling telling the police that his brother is, like, collapsed on the ground and he's not breathing and he's dying and dead. Oh, shit. Um, so I mean that has got to just be fucking. I mean, look, the man truly does have like some sort of PTSD. I think mm-hmm. from everything. Um, but I mean, look, every role that he plays, every 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 uh, character that he gets, he gives it his all, and you can definitely tell that he. It it never feels like he's acting. It truly feels like he is that character. Absolutely. Uh, and I cannot praise Joaquin enough. And I do think that he is one of our generation's best actors. Period. And that's I, it. I agree. Yeah. I, I was gonna put him as number two. Yeah. I'm gonna have to rethink now. No, you can still put him as number two. <laughs> we, already, we already said everything that we need to say about him. He's like, so good. Just know he was originally my number two, yeah, because he really deserves to he, be like up there. He's so good. He is truly, truly incredible. But I mean, if you want to watch like a heartbreaking speech, though, I, I do recommend. Like, I, I think his speech is important for the Joker uh, yeah. winning. I think I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's important. But I don't know. It, it kind of just shows him at his like at his truest self, where he's just like you could tell that he's just got like a million thoughts going on, and and he's just trying to like keep it like short and sweet but he also doesn't give a shit he just wants to like say what he wants to say Mm. i don't know man joaquin is one of the most interesting people in hollywood just working uh but he yeah he needed to make uh the top five for sure uh i also do recommend you were never really here it's good it's a good movie yeah it's, i highly recommend it yeah do you have like we kind of we started a doing recommendation that thing for like no oh, no no like, no no oh, no, no, for no. Like, yeah like do you have like any films particularly um, because I I'll go first because yeah for me 100% the master mm-hmm. uh and you were never really here and probably joker 
Um, those are like you know him at, at his at his highest at his best. Yeah, uh, he was okay in Gladiator. I don't I don't love Gladiator oh, yeah, right, as a movie. Yeah. I don't love right. that movie. It's fine. So like whatever. I mean you know. Hmm. But that's early on. Walking that's that's early though. where he's kind of got like the curly hair. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got to do like more of the blockbuster type stuff just to get his foot in the door yeah, more. Yeah. Um, for me, every, it's everything that he's done with Tarantino. So like Pulp yeah. Fiction, Hateful Eight, Jackie Brown. Those are my top three picks for you for like his best performances in it. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just Hateful Eight. He's so good in the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Oh, the Hateful just, Eight is such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, I love we need to talk about the Hateful Eight. It's so good. We will eventually. That'll be my pick soon. I was I was actually listening to uh, the vinyl record of the Hateful Eight, like the the music, the score, and I was like, oh god, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, anyway, Zach, recommendation? Yes. Um, I would like to recommend the this company called Bobo Bird. Okay. Um, what it is is a really great company where beforehand I was never a watch guy. Oh, is this your wooden watch? Yeah, this is my wooden oh, okay. watch. So I was never a watch guy. And I, I just, for whatever reason, I forgot how I stumbled upon it, but like I was just looking through and I found this really unique watch where it's, it's all wooden. Yeah. It's a wooden based watch and it has this button that like when you press it, it has like this LED and it flips around and it has like, it has like these lines on the Look, side. Let's be real. Yeah. Not the best watch for telling the time. <laughs> It's not the best, but it is very stylish. It's cool, yeah. Yeah, where it tells the the hour around, and then it tells the minute inside. Yeah. I just recently got, like, another one, which actually tells me... Is a me, real watch. Yeah, it's a real watch. <laughs> it, it tells me the date, and it tells me what day of the week it is yeah. on top of the time. And, again, like, I've never been a watch guy before, but... I'm a big these, watch guy. These are incredibly comfortable. Mm. Like, I love how comfortable they fit. They don't shake around... Um, they don't like chafe or anything like that, which was always like a problem that I had with watches. And then they're adjustable too. So they give you like a little pack that like unscrews the, the links. Yeah. yeah. So in that way you can adjust it to whatever length you want mm-hmm. and really enjoy wearing them. Like, yeah. I, and it's, it's a really cool piece too. Like no, not that many people have wooden watches. Yeah. Cool. So Bobo bird. Um, they're oh. also really on the cheaper side too, like the the priciest one that I found was like sixty four dollars. Okay, but that's like a really high end looking one. Like the ones that I have are like in the twenty nine dollar range, mm-hmm. and can't go wrong with that. These fucking things last forever. Yeah, great, cool, thanks. Although I scratched mine already. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> so. yeah, you were like walking down the stairs yeah. or something. <laughs> I was I was bored one day. I didn't even need to wear it. I didn't go anywhere for the day. I just like wearing it. Yeah. And then I ran to the side of a wall and <laughs> scratched the top of it. So That's always the most disappointing thing. Yeah. When you hear the watch hit it, you're just like, fuck. Yeah. But that's on me. Other than that, great quality watch. And that's it. Bobo Bird, Samuel L. Jackson, Joaquin Phoenix. And my next movie pick Ooh, yeah. will be Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. I have seen it. I have seen it plenty of times. I oh, really? Just, I, I just oh, watched you have it. The, you have like that huge poster yeah, in your I house. I have a huge it. poster. I really love this movie, and I really loved it when it came out. And I remember like at the Oscars for that year, like it won like four different awards, and I was like, fucking yeah. Christ. Yeah, it's a hell of a... It's it's a stylized movie. Yeah. I don't... I only, I saw it once, and I didn't love it. I know. But I'm, I, I'm, interested, I, I'm interested to watch it again, because now that I know what it is... Mm-hmm. 
maybe I'll have like a different opinion on it. I feel like you'll like it a little bit more. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I remember it being it's a gorgeous, like, action packed as fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a gorgeous looking movie. It's a nonstop thrill ride. Yeah, and cool. we're gonna watch it. All right, we are. <laughs> uh, thanks, Zach. Welcome, Frank. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits.